Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. First of all, I don't really know how I got hooked on that song this last year, but it's it's popped up on my Spotify. Like it was like my 19th most played song this last year. A little emotions for you. I mean, it's a great song. I just don't know why I was hooked on like a late 70s all-female disco act, but I, I was for a moment in time, I guess. But I also, my questions are that during the holiday season, there was simultaneously a Campbell's Soup ad and a Target ad with that song sampled. And I don't know how two corporate conglomerates like that were able to acquire the rights to run commercials simultaneously that... Like aired on the same channel during the same broadcast, I, I just I'm massively confused. Maybe they altered them enough. I just I have so many questions. <laughs> Welcome back, Nuanas now, where we uh, pose questions and and search for answers. Appreciate you for tuning in here on this Tuesday. Missing anything in the first hour. We went Class AA spotlight scoreboard style. Then we went some uh, Class B high school basketball action with Blake Kempstead. Okay, back to the double-A with Matt Ludke, the head coach of the Butte Bulldogs. Then went all the way around the wide world of high school hoops for our Treasure State Stars. All of it on the uh, Nuance Now podcast. Probably presented by the Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. Schulte Law. Visit jsheltylaw.com. The M Store, where they're all grills all the time. And the MSU Bookstore. Visit MSU Bookstore. Org. We were, when we were talking Class B hoops, we were talking about Malta. I have this awesome book from Jeff Welch, our, our great friend at 406MT Sports. He's the executive editor there. Put out this book, uh, Montana Greats, from A to Z, Abzorki to Zurich, the greatest athletes from 264 Montana communities. This came out in 2001, 2021, excuse me. And uh, he said that he would uh, pursue maybe um, – Updates to this someday, so maybe that's 
coming, but I, I decided to flip to, to Malta because those that know the legacy and lineage of Malta, especially girls basketball, it's it, impressive is an understatement. It's uh, it's unbelievable, really, because of I mean, first of all, the, the fact is, for those that that don't know, Malta is, I mean, Malta's tiny. Malta's population in the most recent census was 2,257 people. So it's it's certainly small. It's in the upper, uh, like, northeastern, not quite corner, but it's along the high plains. I don't know. You can just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. Is Malta on the high line, would you consider, Jeff? Yeah. I, the high line, I always think, I just never know how far over it goes, but I guess it probably goes all the way over to, to Plentywood, right? So uh, it, it, it's certainly a, a high line town. You can chime in if you'd like. Oh, Jeff, absolutely. Jeff Sappert on the other side of the glass. Now, we, we did a tag in and a tag out. Uh, Jeff lived in Haver for yes, uh, I did. a number of years, so he knows the high line well. Yes, uh, Malta is about, it's right on Highway 2, so to me, that's the true definition of the High Line in right, Montana. Right. If you're sitting on Highway 2, then you're on the High Line, and Malta is about, from where Haver sits, it's about, and I'm the right guy to ask, because traveling with, to cover Montana lacrosse, I was just through Malta, <laughs> yeah, Montana, you were. That's right. driving all the way down to, cross the state of Montana into North Dakota, eh, and, uh. It's about 90 miles east of Haver, about hour and 20 minutes. And for folks listening in from Malta, they have one of the best, and I've been on the road up and down with paddleheads, grizzle cross, hockey. I've seen a bunch of roads. They have one of the best truck stops in Malta, Montana, <laughs> I have ever been to. The West it. Side Truck Stop. There's sandwiches there. Are top notch. <laughs> I love it. Awesome stuff up there. So if you're ever up there in Malta for any reason, West Side Truck Stop right off the highway. They didn't pay me to say that. Their sandwiches were just outstanding. Well, I feel I, I love the High Line. I love Montana. Period. But I love the High Line, and I feel dumb for for actually questioning myself. That's what I get for starting to ramble without uh, proper preparation. The point is that Malta has been a girls' basketball factory. The Mets have been an unbelievably successful program. They've produced, I believe, seven or maybe eight Division One players that have all gone on to the University of Montana. And it wasn't just that they were gals that made the team, but you had outstanding, outstanding players like the Keller sisters and Sophia Stiles. So it brings me to Jeff Welsh's great book, Who's the Greatest Athlete Ever from Malta? I think it's actually... Pretty indisputable. It's Greta Cast. Now Greta Beeler. I thought of this also because was just in communication with Greta. She is, of course, a friend of the show. She joined us on our Where Are They Now series with Krista Redpath last summer. She's also working uh, in an executive role at the Montana High School Association. And we are going to be broadcasting the boys and girls semifinals as well as the boys and girls championships from the Class AA tournament here in Missoula next Friday and Saturday. So we are extremely excited about this. Uh, all sorts of pumped up for it. So Greta was uh, in communication with us professionally. Well, she's also a hell of a basketball player. In a community renowned for its girls' basketball stars, Koss stands out for 
where she took her career during her time with the Mets and then afterwards. She was a cog in the multiplying to the Lady Grizz, leading the team to four straight Big Sky titles from 1994 to 1997. She was a two-time first-team All-Big Sky selection and a Big Sky MVP. After college, Koss was an original member of the WNBA in 1997. She played for the Utah Stars. When Koss was enshrined in the Grizzly Sports Hall of Fame in 2016, she ranked fifth in school history in rebounding and 19th in scoring. Her 20 rebounds against MSU in 1997 set a single-game record. Koss, who now works as an office director for the Montana High School Association, I actually think her uh, title might be higher than that since uh, this book come out, came out. Uh, she also was the head coach of the Billings West girls basketball team for a handful of years, but now uh, working in Helena. I've, I told this story. I actually told this to uh, Greta Koss Beeler on this show. But and, and, and we've said this on the show many times, but I'll, I'll reemphasize it. We, my family moved to Montana. We moved to Missoula in 1993 when I was six years old. And at that moment, I, you know, I was just sort of getting into sports. You don't really get into anything until you're like seven or eight, right? Like you're just figuring out, oh, man, I'm alive in the world. Here I am. I'm a human. What, what sort of things do I like? Bananas and tetherball and jump rope and frisbee. And, and then, then you like start to follow like what's actually happening in in the world, right? In culture and society and things. Well, when I was a kid, got into basketball, and I, this is a, the God's honest truth. I had no earthly clue that women's basketball wasn't the basketball. Like, I remember as a kid going to Grizz games and Lady Grizz games, but I remember going to the Grizz games and you could go in and, and just get a general admission ticket for, you know, four bucks and sit up there on the bleachers. And it was not like this crazy high demand. But I remember having to really work to get Lady Grizz tickets. And so then, you know, that was during the absolute height of the Robin Selvig era. Lady Grizz were, you know, I mean, nationally powerful. They were getting teams like Tennessee to come to Missoula, for God's sakes. But I remember then when I was about 10 or 11, Greta Koss went to the WNBA. And I remember there was like these special edition cards. It was like the first WNBA trading cards to ever come out. And I got myself a little Greta Koss Utah Stars card. Then I remember she was at a game after her WNBA career had subsequently already ended. I don't even think I knew that. I just knew that that was Greta Koss, and she was in the WNBA, and I had a WNBA card. So I went up and I asked her, can you sign this? I, I got to find it. I, I, I must still have it. But it was a true uh, pleasure and joy for me to connect with her then. You know, it's funny. When when she's a you know college senior and I'm 11, it seems like we're worlds apart. She's twice as old. Well, now here we are, and you know we're like working in the same world. We're working together, working in the same age demographic, all that sort of stuff. So it's just, it's just funny how the gap, you know, suddenly closes. And uh, I just never forget having that card, having her sign it, and how cool I thought that was. So certainly uh, a worthy pick for Malta's uh, best athlete. It's not as now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, uh, and the ESPN MT app. Appreciate you for tuning in. I just did this right off the top of my head. These are in no particular order. This is just the stories from around the state of Montana that I think are really fun. 
and this is all sports, not just high school, not just college. We highlighted Trace and Jalen in our Treasure State Stars, but I just think it's a great story. Box Elder has always had competitive basketball teams. When they're good, they're great. And uh, at least in my time, really diving back into high school sports over the last you know six to eight years, certainly they've been a really up-tempo team that scored a bunch of points. And uh, they're doing it again. They got to be one of the highest scoring teams in Montana. He's certainly one of the highest scoring players in Montana. He had 31 points in the Northern Sea Championship game, and Box Elder beat Belt. So Box Elder now 23 and 0 as they head to the Class C state tournament. That's a, certainly a fun storyline right now to watch uh, in Class C. A couple other fun storylines from Class C. First of all, uh, the Harrison girls are headed to the state tournament. I believe, and I was trying to find it, you'll be shocked to know that there's not a lot of uh, internet information about the history of of uh, Class C girls basketball in Montana. Although, you can find some, which is, is cool. But I believe it's the first time ever that they have... Uh, Advance to the state tournament. So that's a fun deal. That's that's always a, a fun story for sure. And you always got to love when, when they uh, they make history. I'm double-checking. I can't remember if it was the Harrison boys or the Harrison girls. I know one of our good friends that listens to the show all the time uh, up on the high line will correct me when it comes to that. But that's certainly a good one. And then, and then the, uh, the third really fun storyline Actually, I guess I got two more fun storylines from Class C. I told you, I'm just doing this right off the top of my head. This is freelance radio at its finest. The Roberts Rocket, that's what I've deemed her, her nickname. I, I I got it. We got it. We got to spread it around. But Taylor Church from Roberts, she's had an outstanding, outstanding year. She's headed to Montana State on a scholarship, and uh, she's an outstanding track athlete as well. She's had some ridiculous point totals. I mean, she scored 56 in a game earlier this year. So that's a really fun one to watch as well. And then the Seiko Whitewater Co-op, they are just a a team that seems like a team of destiny. They've won, I think, 46 straight games now. They have a a couple who I think college-level players, including Tegan Erickson, who's also headed to Montana State. She has grown a little bit of a – she's got like a folk hero status going. Because she's a Class C gal, right? But she can and does dunk. And and this has been a little point of controversy because technically dunking in pregame warm-ups in, in girls' basketball, I believe, is illegal. Well, now, it's, it's not a rule that's enforced a whole bunch, uh, particularly at the Class C level. <laughs> but I believe it's had to be enforced. Either way, she has, Tegan Erickson has had... Uh, a couple different videos that were not necessarily of warm-ups before a game, but just her at the gym dunking that have, have gone viral, and, and that's pretty cool. So uh, Class C, we had a couple of the divisional tournaments this last weekend, Northern and Western C, and then, then we'll have the other ones this upcoming weekend. The state tournaments are all at the same time this year. All four state tournaments, AA, A, B, and C, are all March 7th through the 9th. So, um, first of all, great job by the MHSA for getting all that organized and the logistics all uh, smoothed out. And second, great job 
figuring out the way to get all the officials there as well. I mean, that, that's a that's a huge uh, task to get four, I guess it'll be eight total tournaments because you have boys and girls on each side staffed. So um, I don't know if it's necessarily like a good, I'm not saying it's a good or any sort of thing that's all at the same time. It's just impressive that the MHSA and the Montana Officials Association were able to get all of those logistics figured out. So double A will be in Missoula. A will be in Butte. Class B is in Billings and class C is in Great Falls. So several of Montana's most uh, populated and reputable towns uh, representing and hosting. So that'll be fun. Radio, More fun storylines from around the wide world of uh, sports here in Montana. How about the Big Fork girls? I, I, I knew that they were going to transition pretty well moving up from Class B to Class A, specifically in girls' basketball, because when you have a, a pair of players like Paige and, and Braden Gunlock, it's a pretty good starting point. Like, those two young ladies are probably going to be among, if not the best players on pretty much all the high school teams in Montana, although there are a lot of great high school basketball individual players in the state of Montana, especially on the girls' side right now. But those two young ladies are really good. You, you run through Class B like, like Big Fork did last year, Okay, you think you're probably going to at least be like a winning record type of team when you move up to Class A. Well, they have not just been winning. They've been dominating. They won the Western A last week. They smacked Frenchtown in the Western A championship. They're the one seed. They're 20-1 and one overall going to the state tournament, and they're the undisputed favorites. And that's that's an impressive thing to say when you have great teams from Haver. I should say they're the undisputed favorite. They're the undisputed favorite from the West. Haver's the favorite, period. Haver's girls basketball, which is another one of my fun stories, they just figured out a way to get it done. They are just a well-oiled machine. Dustin Kraske is an impressive, impressive coach, and they are back as the number one seed out of the East again. But Big Fork is going to give them a big challenge, and the Gunlock sisters are a handful for sure, and that Class A tournament uh, is is going to be uh, nice. Safford, I see you peek it up. I know you covered the, the Haver girls for a little while. Uh, it's it's the most amazing part to me is that it doesn't seem to matter how much the roster overturns each year. They're just right there. I mean, they're a 21 team year in and year out. I mean, now they're going for their fourth straight state championship. Yeah, that I absolutely agree with you. In the time I was up there in Haver, saw players like Gatorade Player of the Year, now at Carroll College, Kendall Keller, you know, and as folks know from being on the high line, there isn't exactly a plethora of talented players like Kendall Keller that live out there. And, I mean, I understand Haver is kind of a beacon of light on the high line being by far the largest town in that region of around 11,000 people. But still, to be able to year in and year out just be able to dominate the way they've been able to. And the only year they didn't win the state tournament was the year that the tournament was canceled because right. of COVID nineteen. It was so they could have been a, f- a five. Yeah, going that on was here. such a strange scenario. My myself, I was running the board in Haver during twenty twenty during in the midst of that tournament. The tournament was in Billings, so I was waiting for the station I was wor- working for. Had hired, I'm sure, folks in the Magic City will know this name. Had hired Rocky Erickson to call the games for him, and sitting there waiting and. For this game to start, Billing Central versus Haver, and this announcement comes on, ladies and gentlemen, the tournament has been canceled. Huh? And that was it. Game over. And it was 
tournament ended, there was no champion. Just such a strange scenario. Crazy. That was four years ago. It is crazy. And, and they just kept on rolling, kept on winning. It seems like Dustin Kraske is a annual guest on this show because he's always talking about his his awesome state championship team. So that's certainly a, another fun storyline to watch. But but uh, that uh, maybe, just maybe, a little bit of a collision course with Haver and Big Fork. But Miles City will be in the mix as well. Billing Central is also uh, very good. So uh, going to be competitive at the Class A Girls Tournament uh, coming up in Butte uh, next week. A couple other fun storylines for you. Class A boys was also going to be really fun. The Hamilton boys are awesome. They lost four starters from last year's team, and they haven't skipped a beat. They won against Butte Central in overtime, and uh, that boosts them to 19-2. and two. They're the number one seed out of the West after uh, that overtime win was in the Western A Divisional Championship game. So, uh, Hamilton, certainly a contender. So is Lewistown all of a sudden. Fergus County is the defending champion in Class A boys. And they lost a bunch. Royce Robinson is playing now at Montana State. They started out terrible. They had a bunch of injuries. They were 1-7. and seven. You're thinking, okay, well, you know, you play for a championship and you lose. Then you go undefeated and win. And it's, you know, it's a tight, tight little town like Lewistown. Maybe you're just prone for a letdown. Well, not so fast. Lewistown has came charging all the way back, they've won nine out of their last 11. They beat top-ranked number one, Billing Central, in the Eastern A Championship game, 35-34. And that's been the moniker. That's been the thing that's carried the Golden Eagles to this point over the last three years, their ability to D-people up. The point totals sometimes seem just suffocating. But if you can go, if you can go beat the number one team in the state by holding them to 34 points, Man, you are getting it done on the defensive end. So uh, it's going to be a, a wild class A tournament as well. Billing Central, you know they're going to figure out a way to bounce back. Lewistown's red hot. Hamilton's been great all year. Butte Central's good. Dillon's good. Columbia Falls is good. Haver is good. I mean, it's top eight teams, so basically everybody's good at this point. But the way that the, the first-round matchups play out and the way the bracket plays out in class A uh, certainly is going to be fun. A couple other fun storylines from around the wide world of sports in the state of Montana. We mentioned Harrison in hoops going to state for the first time. How about Kellen Harrison? He is the reigning Gatorade Player of the Year in football. He is also one of the best basketball players in the state. Bozeman High went 12-0 undefeated in football this last season. They also just capped an undefeated regular season in basketball. So how about a cool 30 straight wins for Kellen Harrison to start uh, his senior year in in, uh, high school sports? That's impressive. He, though, is in the news as of yesterday because he made his college commitment. Kellen Harrison's headed to Carroll College to play hoops. If some late recruitment comes in, Maybe on the football front, cough, cough, cats or bobcats, figure cats or, or grizz, figure it out. I mean, the kids, I get it. The kid is, he is, uh, he's slight in his build. You know, he probably only weighs about 175, 180 pounds. And, uh, you know, his physical maturity is still coming. But that's why you recruit this kid. Because his physical maturity is still coming. He's going to blossom, but he's already got... I mean, what else do you want besides a winner's mentality, right? I mean, if this kid goes out as the football Gatorade player of the year, he's already got that one in the back pocket as a quarterback. And then 
I'm not saying he's going to be the Gatorade player of the year in basketball, but he's definitely going to be one of the candidates. And he's definitely a leading candidate for our vertical raise class double A player of the year, which he already won in football as well. <laughs> that kid, and again, Carroll's a great school. Carroll's a great basketball program. You can get yourself a hell of an education at Carroll College and have a great student-athlete experience as well. It's just going to be pretty crazy if the kid is a, a Gatorade player of the year in two sports, or at the very least, Gatorade player of the year in football and you know a reputable you know first-team All-State player in basketball. He doesn't get a sniff from either of the D1 universities. Again, I get the, the drawbacks to recruiting him, but also I, I just think winning mentality, multi-sport athlete, ton of physical maturation left to be had. So uh, we'll see. We'll see where Kellen Harrison, um, how it all falls into place for him. But if the final destination is basketball at Carroll College, good for you. It's a great education. It's a great basketball program. It's a great conference. Carroll is perennially uh, nationally competitive. The Frontier Conference is always one of the best leagues in the NAIA. So uh, no shame. Great opportunity for him. I'm just trying to boost the kid up a little bit. Like if I'm if I'm the Grizz or the Cats, I'm just I'm giving this kid a preferred walk-on spot to come see what he becomes, right? Like, why not? Let him spin it. If he's a camp arm or whatever, I mean, what's the worst gonna happen? Right? So, anyways, that's my soapbox for the day. Uh, a couple more. We mentioned Brianna Williams twice already in this show. The point of it all is that she was the national player of the week from SB Sports. And uh, she's well on her way to a second straight. Gatorade Player of the Year. She's a Billings Skyview senior. The Falcons 18 and 0 in uh, overall and 14 and 0 in Eastern Double A play. She had 33 and 15 uh, to cap that undefeated regular season. Also love the Missoula boys story. To have just this unselfish team with all these different weapons and all these different scores. If you're averaging in the 80s, but you rarely ever have a single score scored in the 20s. You know you're deep. Their average margin of victory so far this year is nearly 38 points, and they are absolutely the undisputed favorites when it comes to uh, Class B boys basketball. We mentioned Keon Hernandez last week, but he's a great story as well. Four-time state champion in wrestling from Billings West. Want to watch a great piece of cinema, cinematography? Brandon Sullivan of MTN, he does great uh, in-depth special interest pieces and he had a piece called The Match. It's all about Keon Hernandez and his nemesis and, and their collision course toward the state championship. They ended up getting there, and Keon Hernandez ended up winning 4-1 to one and claiming his fourth straight title. I have not actually watched The Match, I must be completely honest, but I've heard all about it on Twitter, and I have it queued up, so I will watch it when I have a little 12-minute window in my day. And then the last one, a fun story worth highlighting. How about a showdown with big-time Big Sky Conference ramifications in Missoula tomorrow? The Lady Grizz host Eastern Washington. What's on the line? Eastern Washington hasn't won the outright regular season title in the Big Sky since 2010, and they've only ever won that honor once. The Lady Grizz have won dozens, truly dozens of Big Sky Conference championships, but they haven't won one since Robin Selvig retired. Eastern is in first place all alone. They're two games ahead of the Lady Grizz with uh, three games to play. But the Magic of Dahlberg Arena seems like it's back. The Lady Grizz are as talented as they've been in the post-Silvic era. Eastern seems, I mean, this, this, 
This team, if they finish the deal, is the greatest team in Eastern Washington history, period. Fitting, though, that they have to come to Missoula and prove it. I guess the Lady Gears team that's been battling with their, their reputation of the past while trying to forge their identity of the present and blaze the trail for their future. Give me a big one on Thursday night. Can't wait for it. I'll be down there front and center live and in person. And uh, we'll have full coverage for you leading up to it and retrospectively as well. So on now, ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We'll keep on talking high school hoops. Class A style, Hamilton Bronx head coach Travis Bloom next. Keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultelaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. It's so interesting to me how that's why we did all last year, all of 2023, We did this fun and, I thought, very valuable exercise with this awesome book that my mom gave me, The 100 Greatest Sports Heroes in America. The caveat is that the book was published in 1954. So it's all about the 100 greatest sports heroes basically of the mid-19th to the mid-20th century. And I found it fascinating how memories sometimes endure and memories often other times fade. Of course, when you turn the page to Babe Ruth or... Jackie Robinson or Sugar Ray Leonard or, or, you know, Sugar Ray Robinson, excuse me, or Joe Lewis, you, you, you know those ones, right? You, you still remember those greats, Ty Cobb. But then you, you turn the page to others, and you, you needed a little bit of a reminder. And then you turn the page to others, and you had no idea. What is the thing that makes memories fade or memories endure? So thinking about that with James Brown. Once upon a time, James Brown's widely known as the greatest entertainer in America. James Brown was was the man. I know he had his personal problems, his personal demons, but man, his music is just fire. It's so good. I hope people remember him. Like they were, we're like a generation past since James Brown's been famous. I hope people still remember some James Brown. We're gonna keep playing him just to keep reminding you. So I was down ESPN Radio, caught up with uh, one of the champions from this past weekend in high school hoops. Well, it's that time of year, an outstanding time of year, postseason basketball across the state of Montana. And the Class A classification got into postseason this last weekend with the divisionals across the state. We got a divisional champion down in the Bitterroot Valley. We're joined now by the head coach of the Hamilton Bronx on the boys' side, Travis Bloom here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Coach, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? Yeah, doing good. You know, it was a long weekend. It was an exciting weekend, but... uh 
you know, we get a week and a half off before the state tournament and just kind of trying to regroup and uh, get our guys focused. Well, we'll start with the most recent result because what an effort it was by your team. You go to overtime with Butte Central. You battled them a bunch already this year. Uh, so definitely two teams that are familiar with each other. But uh, your team dominates the overtime period and you pull away for a 73-64 win uh, over the Maroons. Tell us about it. I mean, what went well for your team? And uh, you must have been very impressed with their uh, ability to finish that thing. Yeah, you know, we've, that's the third time we played them. That's the third time it's come down to the buzzer. Obviously, this one going to overtime. The other two are a one-point to two-point game. And honestly, they've all three come down to where they have the ball, the final possession. And uh, uh, we did a great job on uh, Saturday of finishing out. Um, really proud of our guys. We were down seven in the fourth quarter and battled all the way back and sent it to overtime. And we just kind of made a few more plays in the end to get the win. But really, really proud of our kids' grit. Well, it's been a great year for you guys so far. 19-2 and overall for Hamilton now after their Western A, a divisional championship win this last weekend. So what's been the process like to build this team? I know that you maybe were a little uncertain about this team coming into the year, but you guys have been great. So how, how was, I guess, what has been the key factors of this team coming together? Yeah, I think that's really the key is we have come together. Coming into the year, we lost four starters off of last year's team and uh, just didn't really know where we were going to be at with all of our guys kind of meshing together and uh, really proud of our guys putting some egos aside and just really playing for one another. Uh, they've honestly been one of the most fun groups I've ever had around. They're, they're kind of characters out there off the court, a lot of fun to be around. And uh, just what they do on the court is they really play well together. And uh, guys know their roles and do their job the best of their ability. And, you know, we've been fortunate enough to win some close ones and uh, hoping that we just kind of keep getting better and play our best basketball next week. Jarris Bloom joining us here on Nuanas. Now he's the head coach of the Hamilton boys basketball team. They recently won the Western A Divisional Championship, headed to state in a little over a week. Uh, one young man that's popped up on our radar quite a bit when we're going through the box scores, and uh, we have a Treasure State Stars every week highlighting some of the best individual performances. And uh, Cannon Magnus's name has come up quite a bit. He had 23 in the Divisional Championship game. So just tell us about this young man. Uh, seems like he's done uh, a lot of good things for your basketball team so far this year. Oh, yeah, he's been unbelievable. Uh, Kanan's put in so much time uh, in season, out of season. Uh, He works extremely hard at it, you know. He is a kid that, you know, he's a sophomore, but he plays, obviously, for me, a lot older. Really trust him. We've got a great relationship, Uh, you know, throughout the games. We love talking to each other about what he's seeing, what we can do, and he's got a great mind for basketball. He is a special kid and a special player, and uh, he does a great job of, seeing what the defense has given us and trying to take advantage, whether that's him shooting or him setting his teammates up. Uh, He's just a great kid and a great leader for us, and we've been really fortunate that uh, uh, he's really come along his sophomore year and just our guys have done a great job of uh, all working together. And like I said, they've kind of bought into the roles of the team. And uh, right now in this last weekend, we really uh, were able to do the play to our best ability at those roles. When it comes to just sort of redefining the leadership within your team, how has that process worked out? Like you mentioned, you lost a bunch of starters from a year ago. So uh, who and how has has, uh, sort of emerged just in terms of uh, sort of restructuring the the leadership of your team? Yeah, you know, we've got a a good group of seniors as well. Jackson Jessup, uh, Lucas Lant, Tristan Kerner, Cole Dickamore has been around a long time. And then a couple guys off the bench, Hunter and Jesse, they're all seniors. Uh, but really proud of our guys. You know, Cole's been a starter for me for three years now um, and has done a fantastic job of growing and developing his game. Uh, Jackson Jessup, one of those kids that is just uh, fantastic. He, you know, last year he played JV, but this year he's really come on. 
uh, has made some huge shots for us. I mean, I think he had 14 on Saturday in the divisional championship uh, against Ronan on Friday. We were only up one in the fourth, and he hit two clutch threes. And then we've had Tristan Kerner who's come in and uh, done a great job stepping up for us. Uh, uh, he's a six four, six five kid who's uh, been a great on the rebounds and defensively really, you know, been that glue guy for us of being able to do a few different things with having some size. And all of them have just bought into it and uh, just really excited for them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that the season's coming to an end, but, you know, losing these guys is going to be really hard as well. No doubt. Travis Bloom joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. And as you mentioned, Jackson Josh up 14 points against Butte Central in that divisional championship game. Cole Dickmore had 17 points, so some uh, big-time uh, scoring outputs uh, for the Bronx against the Maroons. Tell us about this Class A this year. I mean, as always, competitive. But uh, the Southwestern A has just become so ridiculously competitive in a variety of sports, especially on the boys' side. I mean, the, the football every fall is just like playoff game mm-hmm. after playoff game before you even get to the playoffs. So I uh, just playing in that league. How much do you think that prepares you for uh, postseason time? Yeah, it was a it was a real grind for us this year. At one point, we had to go Dillon or Butte, Dillon, Butte, and then Frenchtown, and I mean all of these teams in our league. And you know, we've Corvallis had a bunch of athletes on their team, so every game this regular season was a, a grind for us. And I think hopefully it prepares us on the mentally that you know that we're ready for some tough competition. And it was. You looked at the divisionals with Ronan, and then obviously Sea Falls as well. That came down to the buzzer. Um, and it's just every game here in the Class A, and I don't expect anything different when it comes to state. I think there's a lot of four good teams coming over from the East that are well-coached, and uh, I think we're all going to have our hands full. I think it's going to be uh, a very uh, competitive and fun to watch a state tournament next week. And our guys, like I tell them, like you don't have to do – you don't have to go overboard. Just do what you do, and uh, hopefully when the buzzer ends that we can live with the results. Your state tournament field in Class A boys basketball includes the two teams that played for the Western title, of course, Hamilton as the top seed out of the West. Butte Central gets the number two seed out of the West. Dillon, Beaverhead County, they're headed to state again as the three seed out of the West. And then Columbia Falls, they get the four seed. And then out of the East, big time rally for Fergus. That's Lewistown for those keeping track. They had a tough start to the year. I think they were one and seven. And now they've, they've surged all the way back and they win their third straight divisional title. They upset top ranked, at least at the time, Billing Central. So Fergus and Billing Central the top two seeds out of the East, and then you got Glendive, a young team, but an upstart team uh, that had an impressive win in the consolation game, also an overtime contest there out of the East, and then, uh, of course, Haver, the fourth team uh, out of the East. So, uh, I know a lot of times the crossover isn't much, Coach, so uh, do you know much about the East, and uh, if so or if not, uh, how much does that uh, influence your preparation? You know, we, well, you know, with Huddle anymore, we get a lot of film on guys and stuff, so we have an idea you know, throughout the year, we'll, we'll, I'll turn on the NFHS a little bit and watch some guys over in the East. And you just know, like, you know, starting off with Haver, Haver is loaded, man. They've got shooters everywhere. Uh, Trey Gary is an unbelievable player. Uh, it's going to be a real challenge to uh, keep him under, under control. You know, he can get to the rim. He can score at all three levels. And he's one of those kids that is a real special player. And then around him, uh, the guys have the green light. Uh, Haver can straight light it up. And guys that Multiple guys shoot over 40% from three. They, you know, average in 72 points a game. Um, Waylon over there at Haver does a great job with them. And it's, you know, you, you win the West, but you look at who comes over as the four seed, and it's going to be a real challenge for us. And then obviously on our side with Billing Central, Sturgar uh, has constantly, you, you know that they are going to be tough-minded, gritty team. And they've got two elite scorers in Northrop and Merchant um, and guys around them that can really play. Like, 
you know, you look at every single matchup and every person, everyone there, you know that, you know, they're there for a reason and they're going to be really tough. And you already mentioned Fergus, they're finally healthy and now playing some really good basketball. So uh, it is going to be an exciting weekend of basketball and uh, we're going to have our uh, workout work cut out for us for sure. So they're going to be fun. Uh, the Class A tournament starts March 7th. It runs through March 9th. It's in Butte in the Mining City at the, the Civic Center. Hamilton, whose head coach, Travis Bloom, joins us here uh, on Nuanas. Now they play the, the final of the four boys' first-round games against Haver, uh, 5 p.m. Uh, next Thursday. So uh, looking forward to that. We'll definitely keep you up to date. Uh, last thing for you then, Coach. I mean, what do you hope your team's mentality is going into this thing, and what's it going to take for Hamilton to make a run? Yeah, you know, we hopefully we just have that grinder mentality that we understand that, uh, you know, plays that happen in the first quarter are going to affect the outcome. And hopefully every we're locked in every possession and we just keep grinding. And hopefully we come through and make enough plays and just do the little things right that uh, we're able to come victorious. But uh, it's anyone's ball game, and uh, but we're excited for the challenge. Well, it should be fun. Great time of year. And uh, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Colter. Really appreciate it. Travis Bloom here on Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio is the longtime head coach of the Hamilton High School boys basketball team, also the athletic director out there at Hamilton. Appreciate him for joining us here on our Bitterroot Breakdown. It's proudly presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Uh, in the name of interest and equity, here's the girls' bracket. Gave you the boys' bracket, so here's the rundown of the matchups. Butte Central and uh, Glendive square off at 9 a.m. at the Civic Center next Thursday. That's March 7th. Then Fergus, the defending state champions, uh, Lewistown. They take on Columbia Falls at 10.30. Billing Central, who was number one in Class A until getting bounced by Fergus in the Eastern A title game. Uh, Rams take on Dillon at 3.30 Thursday, and then Hamilton and Haver square off at 5 p.m. That's your boys' bracket. Then on the girls' side, the first game's at noon. This is also at the, the Civic Center in Butte. Frenchtown, great team there for the Bronx. They're the two seed out of the West. They'll take on Billing Central at noon. Then Haver, the number one seed out of the East and winners of four out of five, including three in a row. Class A state champions, they'll take on Browning, the fourth seed out of the West at 1.30. Then uh, the night games are Miles City, who's the two seed out of the East, versus Dillon, the three seed out of the West. That's at 6.30 Thursday. And then the uh, nightcap, Big Fork, the number one seed out of the West, even though it's their first year in Class A. Just so impressive what the Valkyrie have been able to do after moving up a classification. Big Fork uh, takes on Upstart Lockwood, a relatively new high school right outside of Billings. They're the fourth seed uh, out of the East. I believe this might be their first state championship, state tournament appearance in Class A uh, since that high school was founded a couple of years ago, and that Big Fork Lockwood game is at uh, 8 p.m. So the A tournaments will run simultaneously as the the double A tournaments. Double A tournaments, of course, are here uh, in Missoula. As you're listening here on 102.9 ESPN Radio, the Class B tournaments are at the Metra in Billings, also uh, March 7th through the 9th. And the Class C tournaments, they'll be March 6th through the 9th, and they'll take place at uh, the Four Seasons Arena. They're in Great Falls. So, uh, fun time of year. going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Uh, first time in a little while where all the tournaments, boys and girls, have been all rolling at the exact same time. So, huge challenge for the folks at the MHSA, as well as... The Montana Officials Association, but always awesome. If you're in and around these communities, go support the kids. The tickets are cheap. The popcorn's cheaper. It's so, so much fun. 
I can't wait for it. Uh, I can't wait to have a tournament here in Missoula. Also can't wait to follow along from all the action in Butte, Great Falls, and Billings. And uh, we'll absolutely keep you apprised of all the happenings in the wide world of high school sports. It's our Bitterroot Breakdown, an extension of our Prep Extra. It's proudly presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907 and proud to present content about all things high school sports across the state of Montana every week here on Nuanas Now. We'll take a break. Be right back. Don't change that dial. Keep it right here. It's 1029 ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. I told you we were doing some James Brown revival. Had to. No, I now ESPN Radio. If you missed anything in the show, you can always find it on the podcast, probably presented by Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. The M Store, where they're all grizz all the time. The MSU Bookstore, visit msubookstore.org. And Jay Schulte Law. Had a bad day, been in a car accident that wasn't your fault. Visit jschultilaw.com. I didn't get to say my piece because I was on, uh, I was out with the birth of our son. But Carl Weathers passed away a couple weeks ago. He was, of course, most famous for his role as Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. That song, though, where James Brown plays a cut Apollo Creed into the ring and he, then he goes and fights uh, Dolph Lundgren. Even Ivan Drago is, I think, his character name. That's a great, one of the great scenes in American cinema. I know the Rocky movies are... They become sort of cliche almost because they're such a huge part of pop culture. And, and maybe they haven't aged that particularly well. But Carl Weathers, to be an, a, a character, the level of icon that Apollo... I mean, Apollo Creed might as well have been a real-life person. Carl Weathers played him so well. And I just always think of that scene, right? That living in America, Apollo Creed, that's like America in the 80s. At its height, patriotism, it's just crazy how much the world's changed. I'm not saying for better or worse, it's just, it's wild how much it's changed. And it made me really sad when Carl Weathers, a.k.a. Apollo Creed, passed away. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back at it tomorrow around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, the Crystal Red Path, our ESPN Roundtable with Bobby Daly. And we'll find something else to talk about, I promise. We'll see you then, 4 p.m. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, 
your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.